Hey everybody, this is A7X Fan Ben, and this is episode number 28 of the Pirates TSG uh, daily blog, Pirates with Ben. And I've got a little update for you. You may have noticed I've been doing video blogs pretty much exclusively this week since Monday. This is my fourth in a row. So my general plan going forward is that I hope to do video blogs Monday through Friday. Um, it might it might not be that often, but I do plan to record another one tomorrow for my first like full week of video blogging. And then uh, on the weekends, I plan to do Saturday and Sunday uploads on YouTube of other types of videos. So check that out. Um, videos are going to be coming pretty much every day on this channel. So hopefully you've already subscribed. If not, you can hit the button and uh, like this video if, if you enjoy it and get value from it. So that was a little update. And then a thread was posted on miniature trading talk about uh, pulling different kind of strange things from packs. So some people find hairs and rubber bands and uh, stones in the packs of Davy Jones Curse from the first print run, which was kind of poorly done and like rushed out of the factory and whatnot. So there's some strange, some strange uh, pulls from those packs. And also sometimes people get mismatched cards. Um, and I said in the thread, I haven't really dealt with that. So I kind of have Bad luck with super rare packs. I've only still only had one super rare pack, the Rise of the Fiends one, which is not all that rare. Um, but I also don't really find mismatched cards, so I guess I get a lot of regular packs. So I just don't, I don't have like weird luck with pack openings. So hopefully someday I'll find something, you know, extraordinary or some kind of misprint. But that kind of leads to the question of the day. I'm doing it early here, and I usually forget. But question of the day would be, what have you pulled out of your packs that has astounded you? Or surprised you or you didn't expect to find and uh, we'll move on to the deal of the day which is actually from Hills Wholesale Gaming which is pretty much the best place uh, for pack prices and the deal today that I've picked out is not on packs but it's on Davy Jones Curse special edition boxes so you can get all four of the boxes um, at least of the of the main print run there's other there's other SE boxes for you guys to see, but they're more rare. So here you can get the four more common ones, all for $20. And each special edition box, as you can see from the picture, they've got seven ships total. So seven times four, 28. So you're getting 28 ships for 20 bucks. So even if you include the shipping cost, which Hills is kind of expensive for shipping, um, I'm not gonna check it out here sometime. And I think it might've gone even up, but Let's pretend this shouldn't cost more than eight to ten dollars shipping. Hopefully, um, so you could get about a dollar a ship, which is a pretty solid deal. And uh, Davy Jones Curse is a decent set. It's got a lot of good, uh, or not necessarily good, but it's got sea monsters in it. It's got the curse. It's got, um, I guess, all the big six factions for the first time together. So that's cool. And next, I'm just gonna. It's not a deal of the day, but I'm gonna show you a um, little what I use to find pirate stuff auction-wise on eBay. I already have a video about this. So you go to eBay, in the upper right-hand corner, you click Advanced, and then I just do Keywords, um, I do Pirates CSG, and then you scroll down, and under Show Results, you check off number of bids from, I just do one to, who cares, I just leave the end blank. So this basically will show all Pirates CSG items that are being bid on auctions that have at least one bid. So there's demand for them. So this is this is how I find some of the ten masters and just some of the uh, a lot of the pirates auctions that actually sell. So it's not a the best way to track things, but this is usually what I do um, once a day 
once in a while more than that, like for this video. So I've got some some auctions up here, some cheap ones actually, some nice lots. So these could be deals of the day. Sometimes I like to do deals of the day when the auctions are actually ending. And uh, so some of these I have kind of planned out for future days. There's a there's a big lot that's only a, around 22 bucks because it's ending Sunday. It says so it might be a deal of the day that day to be honest. But and some of these uh, some of these auctions are from uh, a member of the Facebook group. So that's cool. And uh, I guess I'll jump right into the card of the day. So that's one through fourteen, and number two, Crimson Coast. We got that set once again. So Crimson Coast. Click on the set. We already know that it's one to three o three for the numbering. So number ninety seven is what we're going to be looking at. Abandoned Crew is ninety eight. So it should be a unique treasure. That's a numbering that unique treasures usually are, and it is the grease barrels. This is a rare, unique treasure from Crimson Coast, and it says, Load this treasure face down. On any one of your turns, you may turn Grease Barrels face up to give the ship plus L to her base move that turn. If you do, remove Grease Barrels from the game. Um, so this is one I actually don't really like. So first of all, you want it on a Gold Runner usually. You could transfer it to a gunship, but you're probably going to find it with a Gold Runner. You're probably just going to use it on the Gold Runner to get home. The biggest problem arguably is that you load it face down so although it's nice to have it hidden as like a secret weapon um it takes up a cargo space that you'd rather have on other coins um although i will say um unique treasures loaded face down are optional unlike the ones that don't say load face down those ones you have to take anything face up has to come into effect right away and they have to be taken this one you don't have to take so you can leave it on the island but that being said it's not really that beneficial um I will say the text is not what I remember. It says plus L to your base move that turn. So if you had the same action twice, I guess you would get plus L twice. So that would be cool. Or if you had a sack crew or something on like a hybrid or, or even a gold runner. Um, so I guess Grease Barrels, if you comboed it with an extra action, you could get LL to your base. You could move two Ls more than usual. That being said, I still don't think this is a great unique treasure. Screw Engine allows you to be given two move actions that's from mysterious islands so that one i think is better for the most part um and there's other things like homing beacon and uh a bunch of other treasure friendly uts that kind of blow this one away so grease barrels i find pretty boring uh, i think i have it now but i don't know if i've even really used it maybe once um and it might have been in one of the vassal tournament games as part of like an old fleet or something but even compared to some of the other Unique treasures in the set, like Neptune's Figurehead, Abandoned Crew, uh, Letter of Mark, even Buried Treasure, Dry Powder, are more interesting and usually more fun to use. So, Grease Barrels, I would have to give maybe a 3 out of 10. Uh, it's okay for a surprise factor on a gunship or a gold runner, but that being said, it's it's an underwhelming UT that I, I'm not a huge fan of. And, uh, oh, and another one, real quick, Frond of Fisaga from Savage Shores, if you get a I think a five or six on that one, you can get plus LL to your base move, and it doesn't eliminate it itself um, if you use the effect. So you have to get lucky with it. I think you can lose it on like a one or one or two die roll, but it's still a much more effective UT. Maybe too effective. I think it's underrated, but I think Grease Barrel's just not not a great one, so I wouldn't necessarily re recommend it. Um, check the links in the description below, though, because I'll include link shirt um, link shirts. Um, links to the picture of the day coming up and uh, 
maybe I'll try to find Grease Barrels on eBay if, if you do like the concept. And of course, the deal of the day, of course. And probably the search results, too, that I checked out. So picture of the day, finally, is uh, Economy Edition, of course. This one, especially, though, I actually just posted this on my Instagram account, which I can put a link to as well. Um, I post on Instagram every day, Pirates Pictures Only. And this is one of my favorite pictures I've ever taken, let alone just for Economy Edition. Um, you, we've got, got a lot of stuff going on, honestly. You can see it's not a huge shot, not way zoomed out, but... Um, it just shows a lot of ships. There's probably maybe almost two dozen ships pictured technically, partly because in the upper left background, you can see the English gold fleet, like or resource fleet, I should say for this game, coming and going a ton of ships at once there. And then in the foreground, uh, you've got the American fleet. They were defending this uh, wild island, which held textiles, it looks like, from the die roll. Um, in Economy Edition, there's resources instead of gold, so textiles may have been valuable at the time, and or they just wanted to defend this island against the English because the English were trying to take it as their own colony and whatnot, which they did at one point briefly, but the Americans took it back pretty easily afterwards. And uh, you can see from the infantry unit from Risk, uh, the Americans have it um, as like a settlement or whatever, so they control the island. And uh, you can see... Um, some ships here, the Hudson and the, the Paul Revere. I see even better with the Concordia, Thomas Jefferson, Constitution. So some of the better American ships, gunships out there are defending this island. And then beyond them, you can see the English home island where I think those are probably new gunship launches. It looks maybe like HMS Royal and possibly the Guy Fawkes or something similar. And then in the upper right background, the British fire squadron has just eliminated um, at least one of the Franco-Spanish forts, I believe, which you probably saw from other pictures of the day or Red Economy Edition. Um, one of the English Five Masters is hiding out in the fog bank waiting for the fire squadron. So eventually the fire squadron joined up with that Five Master and the new launches to launch an attack on the Americans. So hopefully I'll do an update on that. Um, but I'll include a link to the Economy Edition you can read about the whole game there. Um, so yeah, taken three years ago today, this picture one of my favorites. The arch is shown pretty well. You can kind of tell that there's two arches. Um, there it's three, but you can kind of see two of them anyway. And the arch actually had gold instead of resource in that game. There were three locations where you could find gold. The arch, the lagoon, um, which you probably saw picture of the day, uh, only passable by submersibles, so submarines and sea monsters that can submerge. And then uh, there was a shipwreck, which didn't get visited as much as I wanted it to, but the, the far east section of the map in Economy Edition was just kind of kind of desolate, honestly, for most of the game. So, and of course, can't can't look at this picture without being, um, without looking at Thompson's Island on top of the arch where the Americans put it up. So that's one of my favorite features of, uh, features of looking back on this game as well. And the bottom right, you can see the, some American cargo ships ferrying gold back to their home island. So it's pretty cool. Um, like I said, before one of my favorite pictures ever and economy edition was pretty much the standard for my physical campaign games especially aesthetically because the other ones I either didn't have pictures of or century of the empires was smaller not as good quality pictures not as many pictures so quantity and quality both down and I had it was just on my white carpet so it wasn't uh it wasn't a blue ocean or anything so economy edition really stepped up the game for me um, in terms of the blue ocean and in terms of island and terrain so 
So that's pretty much it. So check out the the, the description for links and whatnot, and uh, subscribe if you want to. And I'll probably I'm planning to be back tomorrow for the next vlog. So thanks for watching, and I'll I'll see you soon.